This episode is brought to you by the following generous Patreon supporters. Thanks to our crazed cultist, the Demir Lobotmist, for introducing us to Dr. Kirk. Thanks to our professors at Miskatonic, Brittany Davis, Lobster Johnson, Frank Delventhal, John M. Ray, Olda Polkert, Eric Zane, Eric Miles, Mitch L., Wouter Vermeyen, Eric Gordon, and Tom Douglas. Thanks to our students at Miskatonic, DW, Milkamix, Rolling Boxcars, and Malambra57. If you would like to help support our humble podcast and get some cool rewards, get more details at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes. Now, on with the show. Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft Tapes. Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes. I am Jeremy, your Keeper of Arcane Lore, and we play Call of Cthulhu, a horror role-playing game based upon the fictional works of H.P. Lovecraft. Your investigators of the unknown are... Brian, as Special Agent Jack Whiteside. Did he just say he's gonna jam his thumb in my butthole? Gabe as Special Agent Roy Arroyo. I've met everyone I ever need to meet, and if I never meet anyone ever again, I'll be happy. And Matt as the Mysterious Newcomer. Well, these seem like the cheeriest group of people I've ever hung out with before, so this should go quite swimmingly, don't you think? Welcome, players. Let's begin by checking for any letters from beyond. Well, we only got one letter from beyond, and it's on Facebook from Benjamin Davis, who suggests... Y'all should totally do a Let's Play of all the upcoming Lovecraftian video games. Might even find a way to introduce y'all's character into the narrative. I think that's awesome. I think that would be cool. Might be able to make that happen. Yeah, so uh, what games do we have coming out that might be potential? Two, really. If you want straight like Lovecraftian on track with our podcasters, Call of Cthulhu. What? Ooh, what is that? That sounds new. Huh. I've never heard of Call of Cthulhu. And then I think... We still have another year or so before The Sinking City comes out. Isn't that supposed to be in uh, early 2019? It might be. I'm not sure if they've solidified a release date for that yet. I think there's like one, it's like the Dunwich Horror or something like that. I can't think though. Jibus A Cthulhu Adventure is coming out. Moons of Madness is coming out. A Place for the Unwilling is coming out. Omen Exedo Plague is coming out. And Song of Horror is coming out. I could look into doing some sort of like live streaming Let's Plays on some of these future games. That would be fun. I'd like to be part of it, too. Well, Benjamin Davis, we absolutely appreciate that recommendo. And uh, we'll let you know when and if we decide to venture into the uh, Let's Play or live stream. That's awesome. You sparked an entire conversation that took up half of our time. Right, so that's it for tonight. All right, have a good night, guys. See ya. As a reminder, if you'd like to get in touch with us, we're most active on our Discord server where we have channels set up for spoilers, recommendos, freebies, and photos of beer that I brew. And that's it. And that's it. That's all there is. Also, if you're interested in supporting our show, get some perks at patreon.com slash lovecraft tapes and get some gear at teespring.com slash store slash lovecraft tapes. Yeah. And speaking of which... It's time for a quick commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor. Do you like the crepes? Of course you do, you silly American. Everybody loves the crepes. 
Ah, but what is the one problem that you Americans have with our French perfection? They are never big enough for your overzealous pig-like appetites. It is grotesque. The ways that you can never stop shoving the feastfuls of food into your mouths faster than your chubby little bodies can handle it. Just growing and growing and... <clears throat> we here at the massive collapse food truck have come across the pond to your little shithole of a country to solve that very problem for you. Looking for a uh, light midnight or afternoon snack? Try getting a crap the size of your head. Want to commit for uh, supper, lunch, dinner, breakfast, or elevensies? Of course you do, you silly American. Order yourself a life-size crap. That is right, we will take your measurements and a few photos, and with the help of some otherworldly goodness magic, we will create, cook, and serve a cup version of you. Ah, but if I know you pig-headed Americans, and I like those things as I do, then none of these will come even close to feeling the bottomless pit of your 500-pound stomachs. Ah, for the truly hungry, may I present Crepzilla. That is right, a full-sized 3D recreation of the world's favorite. Oh, oh no, oh not again, not again. He lives, he lives. Run for your pitiful lives, Sacre Blue, he lives. Don't just stand there with your people and eyes agape and John the ground salivating like one of the Pavlov's dogs. Run! 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 Ah! And we're back! Oh my god. Why? I blame you, the listener. You're I, the one oh supporting yeah, all I was going to say, I terrible didn't do commercials. it. <laughs> but yeah, you're right, it's the listeners. Thanks a lot, everybody on the planet. Uh, well, not everybody, but... Uh, like, audio podcast. I'm angrily hundred. shaking my fist at you people who are listening to this podcast I can at hear this it. moment. But at least that product comes in Baker's Dozens. That's true. <laughs> oh, see? Now, dear investigators, we continue Chapter 7, Bloodlines. Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes. After returning to Arkham after the horrors encountered in Louisiana, our investigators of the unknown undergo psychiatric treatment for their neuroses with the capable ministrations of Dr. Udo Kier, Shuh. Despite some lingering dreams and odd encounters, they are deemed ready to return to normal life. Nearly a year goes by, and the trio of friends slowly drifts away from one another, although they maintain the tradition of brunch once a month. The last Sunday in September, Jack and Roy arrive at Blaine Manor, only to find Dan Williams has gone on the lam, seeking out some mysterious artifacts he believes will somehow bring his dead fiance back from the embrace of death. As they finish reading Dan's farewell letter together, a newcomer appears in the doorway, brandishing a busted cell phone and an impish grin. Jack and Roy... The mysterious figure leans away from the doorframe and saunters over to the refrigerator, opens it, and pulls out a casserole dish filled with crepes. With practiced ease, they pop the food into the oven and turn it on 300 degrees. 
While you watch, mouths hanging open in wonder, the elfin face gives you a wink and proceeds to set the table for three people. I believe it was supposed to be 350, not 300. I'm pretty sure I know how to finish off these crepes. It's not my first time cooking. Oh, and by the way, who the hell are you? That's a perfectly uh, decent question to ask at a time like this. Hey, let's see, where do I start this tale? You've got a tale? Uh, several. So I get for living next to a nuclear power plant my whole life. I glow in the dark, too. Hey, Roy, I think he's Canadian. You hear that accent? Only Kid Canada is Canadian. You know this. You're right, you're right. Uh, let's put it this way. I'm uh, a person who likes to follow certain events, keywords, people through the power of the internet. And recently, one of my ingrained alerts went off. And when I did some digging, it seems that uh, or your, your friend... Uh, what was his name? Uh, pull up my phone and scroll. Uh, Dan Williams was uh, digging for some information that uh, isn't exactly kosher in any sense of the word. Look, he obtained a few things that uh, there are several other people out there that are a lot more powerful would like to know. Because when it comes to information, as you, Jack, should know, one person is never the only person who ever wants that. There's always someone else looking out for that information, and I think there's some sizable sharks, so to speak, in the water going after this uh, information that your friend seems to have acquired somehow. So, how are you so comfortable in his house, coming in here grabbing out of stuff out of his refrigerator? Well, oh, would you look at that? The crepes are done, and I'm going to walk over and pull them out. Roy, what the hell is going on here? Speak up! Well, I mean, I figured I'd wait till he gets us the crepes, then I'd get involved. Can't talk hungry. And pull the crepes out and set them down. And then I'm going to go over to the fridge, pull out the whipped cream, open the cabinet on top, pull out uh, the Nutella, set them both down on the table and go, uh, anything else you might want for your crepes while I'm up? Uh, drinks? we got orange juice. I milk. would like some answers is what I'd like. I've been looking for answers for a long time. Sit and, uh, I'm still down. Looking. Okay. I'm going to kind of drop down into the chair, lean back and put my feet up on the table. How do you know where everything's at in this house? I don't even know where everything's at in this house. In certain circles, Blaine Manor has a certain reputation, which means that uh, there are materials available online about the house, its history, and that history might include a blueprint or two. He read the note. Don't listen to him. He definitely just read the note so he would know where things are. Oh, I might have read the note. It was sitting there for quite some time before you found it, and then refused to look at it before your friend Jack over here picked it up and actually read the thing. Why are you here? Well, like I said, your runaway friend has some information. It's dangerous, not only to him, due to the implications it carries, but due to the people out there that are much uh, more powerful than him. They, they also want said information. I have ways of maybe solving that problem that won't end with your friend having his skin flayed off and uh, displayed in a display case somewhere. Maybe hanging up like a flag. You're going to kill our friend? No, but there are people out there who are very much willing to kill him for the things that he knows at the moment. All the things that he may or may not have. What did you say your name was again? Ah, I didn't. And take another bite of my food. And as uh, this mysterious person takes a bite of their food, Jack and Roy, what are you doing right now? Are you standing up while they're sitting down eating? or I am also eating. And Jack? I'm not sitting down. I'm I'm watching like a hawk and seeing their movements and what what they're just trying to read them, trying to figure out what's really going on here. Are they are they are they grifting? Are they trying to scam? What what the hell's happening? I'm going to 
point my knife that I'm using to cut up my crepes. And I'm going to say, hey, I've been working on this getting Blaine Mana thing for a long time. So if you think that you're going to swoop in and take the deed out from under me, you've got another thing coming. Well, for one, you might want to point that knife down. Otherwise, it might uh, end up in your eye, kid. Uh, those things are dangerous. That's not a knife. You can keep the house. I just want the information that your friend has. Well, it's a lucky for you that we don't know any of it. No, but since you are the two closest people he had, I had a feeling that you might be the best way to go about trying to find him. Yeah, me and Dan were work associates. We don't even, I don't really know him that well. Despite the fact that you've come over to this house uh, every month for God knows how long since that last investigation to eat crepes. Really? Uh, he left us. If he was, if he was actually our friend, he wouldn't have left us. So I don't think i knew him that well have you been watching us you specifically uh no can't say that i haven't been watching other people though you're a pervert and necessity at the job so to speak i also like to watch people i don't think the kardashians count matt why don't you describe what your character looks like they're pretty short like five two five three they're skinny but they're not anorexic or bulimic skinny they're healthy it looks like they have a little bit of muscle on them pixie kind of cut style black hair and green eyes i'm wearing just a, a plain white tank top and over top of that is a, a leather jacket which has short metal spikes coming up off the shoulder pads and if you look closely you might also notice that i've several uh piercings in my ears and one in my nose as well all right thank you so i'm gonna keep a hawkish eye just making sure watching movement watching uh reactions to the conversation with roy trying to read the uh, facial cues that seems like it would be a role of some sort yes i agree take a look at your skills and tell me what no, you think i that think might i be. have a role of some sort let me find it ride drive auto because we already know you're terrible at that. Potentially listen. I'll try listen. Yeah, that would make sense. You're using all your senses to figure out if they're uh, being honest and truthful or if they're... Okay, I needed a 55. I rolled a 27, and underneath it, it says hard. So we'll keep that in mind as uh, the conversation continues. I am continuing to eat my crepes. Oddly enough, Roy, uh, this new person finishes before you, which is quite unusual because you're quite the lover of crepes, and uh, you pride yourself on being able to scarf them down pretty darn quick. I think you might be slowing down in your old age there, Agent Arroyo. It's called enjoying something idiot i can already tell that i don't like you not that that's a uncommon occurrence i'll get that kind of feeling from you and i already have somebody in this group that i don't like so go away please i mean i could but then you might end up with uh, your friend's dead body on your hands let's just say i, I would hope you like being stuck behind your desk all day doing paperwork instead of i don't know actually investigating things like a floppy disk? Actually, I only exclusively work in Laserdisc. So what are we supposed to call you anyway? Uh, well, if you were to look at my file in one of your federal databases, you might find me under my screen name, Detox. But the information you're going to get beyond that is uh, not going to be the most accurate, considering every now and then for fun, I go in there and change everything around just to confuse the hell out of someone. I'm not worried about a file. I just want to know what you'd like to be called. For now, we can stick with detox. Uh, depending on how things go over the next couple of days, maybe I can give you a little something more. But um, where I come from and what I do, you'd understand. If I'd like to have a little bit of separation until I really understand just who you people are and if you're going to be the people I'm looking for. We're right here. You found us. You don't need to look. What? I thought I heard something. Let me go check in this other room. So it sounds like you've got everything figured out. What's your big plan to get Danny back? See, that's where you come in. 
I'm already here. I talked to you about this already. You see, for all the information I have about your friend, he seems to have done a half-decent job of covering his tricks. I mean, I'll, I'll still have a few things. I'm going to hold up the busted cell phone that uh, might give us a little bit of help. But usually when it comes to finding a missing person, having access to those around them that spent time with them and know them best is a really great shortcut to having to actually, you know, dig all right, well, let me ask you something, Mr. Chemicals. If he only did a half-decent job, shouldn't it be easy for someone who's so good at it that he can't even reveal his real name to find him just like that? I mean, you're welcome to take a shot at it if you want to. Look, I'd like to find him, but, I mean, if it means I gotta hang out with you... And just then, the phone rings. It's the landline in Blaine Manor. Why do you want to go pick that up? I smack the end of it, it flips up twice, I catch it. Put it to my ear. Why am I always being made fun of for being old? He has a landline. Roll for dexterity. Special Agent Jack Whiteside. So Jack presses the receiver to his ear, and all he hears is a a sort of a hum sound. And then, Jack, you hear a strange little double-click noise. And a gun barrel comes through the bottom of the phone. I quickly hang up the phone. Grab the entire unit and pull up and out. That will dislodge it from the wall. So then I can unplug the phone line from the unit. And I'm going to slam it on the countertop in front of Roy and say, I think we're being bugged. Check it out. See if you can find something. And I'll check it out and see if I can find something. All right. Why don't you go ahead and give me a spot hidden? I needed a 70. I got a 70. That's a success. You're fishing around. You take the uh, unit apart, and there's a bunch of wires in there. It all looks pretty normal to you. But then you notice, like, one of the little diodes is a slightly different color, and you see, like, just the vaguest impression of maybe a fingerprint on it, like, sort of covered in soot or ink. Just, like, a couple whirls, not enough to make an actual fingerprint identification, but just like somebody had been in here tampering with this particular receiver. All right, guys, nobody touched this phone. Somebody's been messing with it, and it's a really convenient time that I'm allowed back in FBI headquarters. Who do you suppose would have been up to this, Roy? Probably the Protestants. All right, do you think it's the FBI just double-checking, triple-checking, or do you think it could be something else? I don't know why the FBI would give a crap about my new house, so... I don't believe he had a will written up yet. He's not dead. I'm the carekeeper. I believe technically you would be the crypt keeper. <laughs> so what's your big plan to get Danny back? I still don't... I still haven't heard it. Well, at this point, I have one potential lead, and it might point us somewhere from there, but other than that, I'm just kind of winging it. Really? That sounds like our style. Right, Roy? Only idiots wing it. Getting into contact with you two was uh, kind of as far as I planned, and then I found the cell phone. Uh, It's not too badly wrecked. Looks like the motherboard's mostly in one piece, and he didn't properly scorch his uh, SIM card, nor the SD card that it looks like he had in there for other storage, so there's a very good chance there might be something on here. So you want me to continue destroying it? Hold on, I'll get you a hammer. I'm going to read the note again. It says, follow him no matter what. Make sure to find him, because he'll be back as soon as possible. Oh, wait, it says, don't follow me ever. And in my version, it said that it's from your friend, but Jack's, I think it just said that, I think it said, screw you, Jack, I'm leaving. I feel like there might be people in robes roaming around. We gotta get out of here. Well, usually I don't take people back to the clinic so fast, but it seems like these are extenuating circumstances. So, why don't we all uh, head out, and I can 
head back to my place and maybe work some magic on this cell phone we have. Australians can't do magic. Only Louisiana people can do magic. I think they might mean magic fingers. You know, like the motel with the bed. Bring your quarters. Wait, hold on. And I'm going to run upstairs and run to his sock drawer and look for money. Go ahead and give me a spot hidden, please. And a listen roll, please. All right, I needed a 70. I got a 33. That's a success on the spot hidden. On listen, I needed a 28. I got an 85. That's a fail. You race upstairs and uh, check the sock drawer. And you do find a $2 bill. Go ahead and put that in your inventory. And you also find just underneath the dollar bill dan's driver's license and all his credit cards and they have been cut in half yeah but i got a two dollar bill so i'm gonna take a nap in his bed so jack and detox are downstairs preparing to leave and waiting for roy as he mysteriously ran up the stairs for a moment so you guys have a couple minutes to talk about anything you need to so uh what's your favorite color blue no green ah! what the hell happened to your accent <laughs> so What are your interests? Why are you so involved in all of this? What brought you to this point? What was that? Sorry, I've got gas from those (laughs) crabs. As best as I can explain it to you at the moment, there's some information that your friend has come across that might be of some use to me. And I figure I can get it off of him. He'll be safe because they'll come after me and I know how to handle these kind of things. It's not my first rodeo. So you're just you're just in this for the for for whatever you're looking for. You're not in it to help anybody other than yourself. Well I end up helping your friend. He's not gonna end up dead. I mean if it counts for anything. Why do you keep saying that? How do you know he's gonna end up dead? Because I have a rough idea of the kind of people that are looking for him. And these are the kind of people that have the money, the time, the dedication and the patience, along with the reach, to get whatever they want done, done. No questions asked. Rachel from Friends? They got her too? I'm going to look over my shoulder to make sure that Roy isn't coming down the stairs yet, and I'm going to lean in a little bit. How do you think that agent, uh, pull out my phone scroll, Ackley, Ackley, got to the position he's in, replacing your old boss Sharon Skinner? I believe her name was. He kind of just showed up out of nowhere, asked a few questions, and landed at a comfy desk way at the top. Doesn't seem somewhat suspicious to you? I don't know the chain of command. I'm in the field. I just know who I report to, and now she's missing. She took off. And some strange man comes in, asks you some questions, restricts you to desk duty, where you're stuck filling out paperwork all day, and you don't think that's weird? Well, I mean, a shitstorm happened, so they're probably just trying to figure it out and cover their asses. So, no, I didn't think it was strange until now you're bringing it up. Just say, uh, there's some agents and people in your organization that don't walk as straight and narrow of a path as they like to portray. Well, you give me a lot to think about. I just want to make sure that I save this Dan person so we can uh, make sure that we're covering our bases here so there's nothing shady going on. Oh, there's plenty shady going on out there that everyday people are completely blind to. And let me just say there are some days that I wish I was too. But it's the curse of having the knowledge that I do and the skill set that I have. And I just have to learn to deal with that. And what's that skill set you have? Uh, Well, I have five in accounting, one in anthropology. (laughs) All right, all right. I know you're joking, but maybe we'll get to know each other. And maybe you'll be able to trust a little bit. Maybe at some point in the future. Say, uh... 
What do you think is taking your friend so long? They hear Roy snoring upstairs on the bed. Hold on one second, Detox. Give me a minute. I'm going to run upstairs. Uh, why don't you give me a listen roll? I need a 55. I got a 23. That is a hard success. And uh, you hear Roy snoring. He's obviously taking a nap on Dan's bed. He's at the foot of it, all co- coiled up like a puppy. You hear like a very fast dripping water coming from the upstairs bathroom, which is just to the left of the uh, bedroom. I'm going to um, like briskly walk down the hallway and kind of stutter stop, take a step back, and open up the door. You can see the bathroom, and you can see the uh, the sink is... Looks like someone hadn't turned the faucet completely off. All right, I'm going to walk in slow and, and just look around the room, see if I notice anything out of place. You turn off the water? Yep. The mirror is covered in sticky notes from Dan that says, Fix Faucet Tomorrow. As you do so, your eye line immediately goes to the wastebasket that's right next to the sink, and you see a, a box of Carol hair color. Hmm. I'm going to reach down in and grab the box and pull it up, see what color it is. It is platinum blonde for her. To take care of these long, luscious locks somehow. Well, it's not Danny then, because it's for a girl only. Roy emerges with platinum blonde hair. <laughs> it said 15 minutes to set, so I took a nap. <laughs> if there are any artists out there, please uh, give us a rendition of that. I'm going to step over to the where I hear Roy sleeping and, uh, Arroyo, get out of bed now. We got to go. Ten more minutes. You can walk then. And I turn around Thanks. and go back downstairs. So after 10 minutes, Roy appears downstairs to a clearly irritated and uh, impatient duo. Do you have any sevens? All right, let's get a move on. The day's the day we're losing light. I don't care whose keys they are, but I'm going to need someone's keys so we can uh, get out of here. And yes, I'm driving because I'm not explicitly telling you where I'm going. It ruins the fun of the surprise. I'm going to th- uh, throw detox my keys. Shotgun. Shotgun. Uh, I think he already called shotgun. No, it's second per- second person who yells it gets it. It's house rules. That's how it works in America. Is he always like this when it comes to car seats? I gotta run out to the car and touch the hood and yell shotgun. Shotgun. See, I said it second, you lose. Doesn't matter you gotta touch the hood, it doesn't count. I'll touch the hood and I'll say shotgun. Too late. While they're arguing about who gets to sit in the front seat, I'm gonna hop into the driver's seat. Uh, adjust all the mirrors in the seat, buckle up, and start the car. I jump in the front seat real quick. I will literally punch him in the face and open the door and sit on him. I say, if you're going to sit there, you better get the seatbelt and buckle us up. Nope. got to be safe. I will not do it. Roy, you're a little more supple than I thought you'd be. Seatbelts and mirror adjustments are for wusses. I'll see what Dan meant when he said semi-homoerotic behavior. Oh, so you've talked to Dan. Yeah, do you know Dan? Did you know him? Not directly, no. If that makes any sense, which it probably doesn't. It doesn't at all. So Dan's blogging about us? All right, fine. Backseat middle on the hump, I called it. All right, you can have that. I sit right in the center so my huge head is right in the middle of the mirror, rearview mirror. Detox appreciates that. All right, Detox, take him away. So I'm going to back out of the driveway at Blaine Manor, and we're going to start driving towards one of Arkham's older ports. There are going to be, you know, warehouses and people moving around and there's some nice warehouses and we keep going and then the warehouses start to look a little more dilapidated. We keep going. Then we get to the really ratty old warehouses that people probably shouldn't be using, but they are anyway. We keep going until at the very end of this port maze full of warehouses and there's a somewhat dilapidated double wide trailer that's sitting off in a corner, and there is a sign stuck in the ground at the front, but the whole thing is kind of weathered to the point where the only word left on the sign is 
clinic, even though it's obvious at one point there were, you know, more words above and below. You can't tell what those are anymore. And as we arrive, I'll sort of sneakily take out my phone and have it mark my location. All right, I'm going to need a uh, maybe slide of hand. All right, I needed a 10. I got a 12. That's a fail, but I'm spending the luck. You managed to mark your location without anybody noticing. Ha. Who are all those guys in there with guns? Ah, uh, they... It's uh, one of my Keanu security measures. It's literally just a screen with a projection running. You'd be surprised how effective it is. And cardboard cutouts going back and forth in front of the window. Wow, this looks like a great party. I thought you said they were out of town this week. Quick, guys, my parents are back. We have to clean up. Get the paint cans. So this is the clinic that you were talking about? Ah, uh, indeed it is. This is my evil villain's lair, if you want to call it that. Okay, Google, navigate home. Let's get this show on the road. The quicker we can get this done, the better I feel. Okay, let's get into the clinic here and I can start doctoring this phone. Do you sell morphine? No, I don't sell morphine. Can you sell morphine? No, I can't. How about Zans? No. Meth. You ain't got no Zannies? What the hell kind of party is this? Sorry. I thought you said it was an evil lair. I'm going to walk up and I'm going to pull out my key ring and proceed to unlock four separate deadbolts. And then the door handle itself. And then I'm going to open the door into the trailer. Why do you have a window open if you have all those deadbolts? I'm going to get some airflow in there somehow. It's got a broken screen so you can just reach your hand in. <laughs> what I didn't tell you is that sitting next to the front door is a busted up old screen door. I lose it. I go berserk and start kicking walls. Like, oh, you like busting up screen doors? Let's see how, how you like it when I bust up other walls. I'm going to run to the trunk of my car. And pop open the trunk and get out the extra roll of screen that I brought. Roy, it's okay. Here. Here. You can fix it, man. Don't worry about it. Somebody needs to teach you to treat screen doors. You have no respect. (laughs) I know. She just doesn't get it. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going to take a few minutes and repair the screen door. And as uh, Roy is repairing the screen door, uh, Detox, you're welcome to show Jack into your lair so the inside of the the trailer itself is pretty cramped there's basically a narrow walkway through the trailer and then down the center of the trailer is a bunch of tables that just have what look like to be a a whole mishmash of computer parts and electronic bits some of them that look broken some of them that look brand new some that look really old along the far side is a small kitchenette and a futon and on the other side is a door which leads to the, the small bathroom I have. And then there's another table which has one of those magnifying lights on a swivel stand with a light on it and a couple of soldering irons, a rack that has, you know, tools, small screwdrivers, different types of electrical tape. And the whole thing is kind of just really dimly lit. Nice. There's also um, a big computer on that desk that has three different monitors and... If you look closely around the trailer, you'll see there are some really nice speakers so that I get some really great surround sound in here. So this is your lair. I have to throw up quotation fingers. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I mean, what were you expecting? A uh, giant rocket that I might use to launch a space alien back? Oh, wait, that was the last season of Fortnite. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the Lovecraft tapes. In space! If you allow me here. So I'm assuming that you're a hacker semi-genius that pretends to want to work alone, but you just can't in this situation? Am I getting this correct? I mean, if you want to speak in movie tropes, yeah, I'd say you're pretty spot on. That's exactly how I speak. And as he says that, I'll walk in having completed the screen door and say, hey, give me the tour. This is my trailer. 
All my miscellaneous shit sits on this long middle table. This table over here is my workbench. Back there is the kitchen. That's the futon while I sleep in the bathrooms over here if you need it. So, got any snacks? Uh, I mean, if you consider condiments like ketchup a snack, then uh, yeah. Yes, I do. I'm, I might have a beer or two in there, but it's been a while. I'll go eat those. I'm going to go over to the refrigerator and, and open it up and see what's in there. So, hey, I heard through the open door that you didn't bother the lock because you're dumb, that you're a hacker. Do you know Matthew Lillard and Sick Boy? Kick a hole in the screen door again. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get to work on uh, Dan's cell phone. If you want to go seat somewhere or otherwise occupy yourself, just try not to touch anything. I have things organized. So when you fix the phone, you're going to call them for us? Now, the only kind of people I call are the Ghostbusters. All right, all right. All right, so Detox uh, basically goes straight to work with very nimble hands and looks like they know exactly what they're doing. Uh, but meantime, uh, Jack, you did say that you also wanted to take a peek at Dan's letter, which you still have with you. And uh, Roy, what do, you, do you want to assist in any one of these uh, efforts? I'll help Jack because he's the new favorite now that everyone I actually like is dead. It's the process of elimination led to him being the favorite. Jack... With Roy peering over your shoulder, describe to me how you're examining this letter. Or if you see anything that's unusual or you have questions about the letter itself. Roy, you see here, he's talking about borrowing artifacts. That that worries me. And you know firsthand, I read that report about the well incident with the creature. That was an artifact. My, my life, I think it was called. Yeah, I, if, I remember. If he even has once close to that power... We, we, he's in trouble. Uh, it wasn't that powerful. We definitely have to find him. I want to find him. Don't get me wrong, but you're reading my mail. He doesn't have a lot of money, according to his note, so I'm not sure. Maybe we can track his driver's license or something like that. Oh, we can't because I, when I was looking through his sock drawer... Looking through his sock drawer? You know, what I, I was getting some money and then I took that nice nap that you rudely interrupted. I was looking for some money and I found his driver's license and credit cards all cut up. So that's off the table. That's going to make it a little bit more difficult. Although, he doesn't have that much money. It's according to his note, anyway. Well, it's called lying. I kind of taught him everything he knows. So he, I mean, he's he's been researching this for a while. We we never picked up on it. Great detectives we are, huh? I mean, I'm great. Oh, so you knew what he was up to? Yeah, I just didn't want to ruin the surprise. You knew what he was doing? Yeah, I mean, well, I I saw him doing it, but I wanted to not to not keep up on it, so that way we could have this adventure. You're welcome. <sighs> Roy, I tell you, sometimes you bring it right up to here to me, but other times I, I, I don't know what I'd do if I didn't have you around. I don't good know. job on that door, by the way. That screen door looks brand new. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. It's a good thing you had that repair stuff where I might have had to leave. I don't know if you know this, but I'm looking out. For what? Making sure that you're good. I gotta keep you on your game. You're saving our ass more than once. Yeah, I mean, well, screen doors have saved my ass more than once, man. I need... Jack and Roy to take a peek at their character sheets. Gross. Who has the better spot hidden? Oh, I've got a 70. I also have a 70. I'll fight you for it. Jack is examining the letter for additional clues other than what he found just now. And Roy's help over his shoulder gives him a bonus dice. <gasps> I love so bonus go ahead dice. and roll me a spot hidden, please. Oh, needed a 70, you know, go to 62. Roll a d10, and what you want is lower than a 6. 
I got a four. So now you have a 42, which is a better roll. This is what you see. And Roy, you have the same information because you're helping him out. There are a couple phrases that sort of stick out to you because this is a handwritten letter by Dan. It's in Braille. Three phrases stick out as sort of odd, almost as though they are written with a different hand than the rest of the letter. He's ambidextrous. And those phrases are, follow the bloodlines, find my own self-worth, and no man is an island. Those three phrases stick out as like, the handwriting just sort of wavers slightly. And of course, with your great role and your FBI skills, you pick up on this. Like, it's Something's odd about those particular phrases. You also notice, just before Follow the Bloodlines... Huberbert. Yeah, you can't quite tell whether or not he wrote Hubert or Herbert. You're not quite sure. Herbert. It's his twin evil brother. So, uh, Detox. No one opted to help you. So, you're you're on your own, buddy. So, I'm going to need you to make an electronics roll. I needed a 60, and I rolled a 23. That is a hard success. Go ahead and describe how you hack into this SIM card. I know it's going to be a lot of work to get just the data off of the card if I wanted to put it into a new unit. So what I do is I'm going to take what's left of the motherboard and basically piggyback it onto another motherboard and connect one to the other where he broke the connections on the main board. So it now acts like one unit. With a serial cable or using a... Uh, I'm using an S-video. Would you call that a motherfucker board then? Yeah, I would. And then I'm going to use um, the combination of the old motherboard and the new motherboard as a a pass for any kind of encryption he might have left on here. And I'm going to put in the SIM card and the SD card. I'm going to hook it up to my computer and I'm going to power it up. You are, of course, extremely skilled at this type of thing. So you have no problem getting into the uh, SIM card. But uh, much of the data is mangled because of the physical damage to the cell phone and the SIM card. But you do manage to glean two recent phone numbers and a Google Keep note. 8675. Sponsor us, Google Keep. Sponsor us, Tommy Two-Tone. I'm going to pull those two phone numbers and plug them into the phone tracking program that I have on my computer that I can break into, you know, cell towers and networks and landline networks and scan to see if I find any any records or hits for those numbers. And while that's running its scan, I'm going to open up the Google Keep Note and say, hey guys, I think I might have something on the cell phone. The first one is the 410 number and your lookup database comes back with Somerset self-storage. I knew it. The second one, 443, is for Kingfish Charters. And then, of course, your keep note says, Winoka Point? Question mark. 1987. Tune in next time for Chapter 7, Bloodlines. I'm excited to see where this is going. I like the new character. Aw, oh, thanks. I have plans. I love the new character, actually. It's my new favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> I figure it'd be fun to write a character that was somewhat in opposition to the two already standing characters. So you have these two big, like, gruff, really somber FBI agents, and then you have this, this new character who is shorter, smaller, and, like, a lot happier and more upbeat and a lot quicker. Petite, some may say. Petite. I'm not going to lie. Getting on my nerves. <laughs> Everybody does, though. 
Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd venture to say that just about everybody out there gets on your nerves. I don't know. I liked Bugsy and Petunia. Yeah, but oh, I do believe they're dead now, so that's not much of an option anymore. Is Petunia dead? Yeah, he was one of the um one of the zombies. I don't remember him being. I was too focused on Bugsy, I guess. Oh, psychotic break coming on! I hear it. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's due to happen in this scenario at some point. Now it's time for some recommendos. So please roll D hundred, and the highest one's gonna go first. I rolled a thirteen. I rolled a two. I rolled a twenty nine. I rolled a thirty. Gabe and I are rolling at the exact same time. Brian, you go first. I'm going to switch up my recommendos because I have been really digging on this uh, YouTuber lately. His name is Call Me Kevin or his channel's Call Me Kevin. He's Irish, which is fantastic because we just went to Ireland this year, which was a very fun trip. What he does is he plays games, old, new, it doesn't matter, but he purposely tries to not play the narrative of the game. <laughs> so he's extremely funny as he goes along. Like, they, they, you know how games try to prompt you to, to move forward, to get the story to move forward. He does the opposite. Quick, get over here, I need your help. He'll run the opposite way or get back in a car and drive away. Or he'll do, depending on the game, he, he played some uh, Fallout 3 and, and just like totally loaded up with all the mods just so it's completely broken and he tries to play it all the way through and nothing works right really funny guy his channel i think he's got over a million subscribers but he's he's so down to earth and he's so funny nice shorter videos 10 to 12 minutes definitely make you chuckle make you laugh and uh, it's a cool throwback to all the uh, original gaming that we used to play he does some uh, earlier gta he does gta 5 he does uh, fallout 3 and 4 a lot of he's getting into vr stuff now which is fantastic because when you're supposed to fight somebody in vr he, he literally just slaps them instead of punching it's it's he's really funny so check it out it's uh call me kevin youtube channel it does a lot of fun gaming stuff so cool all right, Gabe, how about you? Based on Dum Dum's new character, my recommendo is What We Do in the Shadows. It's uh it's about these vampires who live in New Zealand and it's like a mockumentary and basically you're just following their sort of day-to-day lives as they build up to the uh it's like this masquerade ball that happens every year it's like the biggest event in the vampire undead community and essentially it's their trials and tribulations as like a new vampire joins the group and just showing how it is for them to live in city as vampires it's uh it's really funny it's got the one of the main guys is the guy from the Floyd of the concords and he's great so uh yeah it's dark humor it's all funny so just check that out, what we do in the shadows. All right, uh, next up is me. So go me. Tonight, my recommendo is Artificial, which is a comic by a very nice person on Twitter, Courtney Brooke Davis. Uh, you can find her at CourtneyBrookeDavis.com or on uh, Twitter at ComicsCourtney. And this is a, a really nice comic. It's very well produced. 2018. It's four stories that sort of remind me of uh, my old heavy metal uh, magazine days. And uh, so it's a sci-fi sort of Twilight Zone plots with a bit of sense of humor and a little bit of sex. Really high quality, very well written. So Courtney wrote and lettered this. And there are four tales. They are inked and uh, drawn by four artists. And it's just a lot of fun. Mix of humor, a little bit of horror. Uh, the suicide angle is kind of a little bit of a downer, but still makes perfect sense within the context of the science fiction. So do yourself a favor and drop Courtney a tweet or visit her website. And Artificial is the name of the comic. It is a great read. Cool. 
All right, finally, Matthew, bless us with your recommendo, please. I shall. As a lot of people who game on PC know, Steam is kind of the place to be. And one of the things that they do is they have a program called Early Access, where a lot of people can release their games before they're totally finished, either to make money and run away, or actually put out a good game that benefits from a lot of community feedback and adjustment. And I just want to point out that Despite the common sentiments, there are some really great early access games out there. And um, this week's recommendo is definitely near the very top of the best of early access lists. It's called Slay the Spire. Uh, it's a fusion card game kind of deck builder and a roguelike. The way it works is you start on the bottom floor of this mysterious tower and you start out with a base deck of cards and you have to climb this tower floor by floor to get to the boss at the very top before you go to the next area and you repeat until you get to the top of the tower. But along the way, you're beating enemies, you're picking up new cards... A lot of them have like very unique uh, effects and you're building this deck to the best of your ability to kind of create, you know, synergies to make yourself either the most deadly or really well armored or however you want to play the game in order to attempt to defeat this mysterious tower that is holding you hostage. The team that makes this game... Mega Crit are really great with the community. They listen to feedback. They talk back to the players. They make changes a lot. They're really on top of kind of continually adjusting and patching the game to make it better and better each week, despite them saying it's not done yet. There's already a lot there. It's gotten pretty big, like, a streamer attention. You can find a lot of major streamers playing the game. And there's a lot there to love, even if you're not, you know, famous. So uh, if you have the the time, I'd say go uh, go ahead and pick up uh, Slay the Spire on Steam for 16 bucks. Well, gentlemen, that's going to be it for this episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher or anywhere you download your regular podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Meanwhile, you can find us at lovecrafttapes.com with links to all our recommendos and social media channels, including Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, or our Discord server, where you can chat with us in real time. You can find me on Twitter at lovecrafttapes. Uh, and if you want a personalized apology for how poorly I'm doing at this exit and I've offended you in any way, hit me up on Twitter at uh, the real weird kid, and I'll get right on that. And if you want to call me a douchebag for misgendering him, or if you are from Australia and New Zealand and have some good things that I can make fun of later in this scenario, you can find me at Lovecraft Game. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Brian Podcast, but I'm on Discord a little bit more. Until next time, roll. For Bloodlines. The Lovecraft Tapes Podcast is copyright 2018. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes Podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes.com.